Hello, church family. Thank you for joining us for another message from Res Life Holland. We hope this sermon encourages you in your walk with Jesus and empowers you to live the life God has for you. Now sit back and enjoy today's message. And so today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about witness. And this is kind of a theme that we have been talking about on and off um, for the last few months. And so there'll be a few points that we may, you may find familiar but I took the word witness and made an acrostic. Now, how many know what acrostic is? That means each letter represents something. And we're going to go through and we're going to talk about it. And my theme verse, which is right here on the t-shirts that you probably are going to get, um, says this. It says in Acts 1.8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the ends of the earth. So what does it mean to be a witness for God? And the first thing, the W, it stands for being willing. A witness must be willing. How many of you like action movies? I do. I, I like action movies. I, I think that I, I pattern my, my movies after the Old Testament. Yeah, the Old Testament is full of action. But when David knew Bathsheba, it says David knew Bathsheba and cutscene. Didn't get into detail. So that's the way I like my movies. Anyway, lots of action. Get rid of those bedroom scenes. All right. Willing. If you watch a lot of action movies, you notice that the cops always know who the bad guy is. But they're trying to find witnesses, and nobody will say anything. It's like everybody knows who it is. I, I was looking up like Al Capone. Everybody knew who he was. Eventually, they got him on tax evasion. Why? Because the only witness they could get was paper and numbers. Everybody who knew what he was doing wouldn't say a word. And so often, <laughs> that, that tends to be us. It's like, well, I know, but I don't really want to say anything. Jonah is, is the classic example. Jonah, the Bible says in, verse, in, in chapter 1 of Jonah, verse 1 through 3, it says, The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amidi. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. So God says, go, tell those people they've been out of line. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed to Tarshish, the opposite direction. He went down to Joppa where he found a ship bound for that port and paying the fare, he went aboard, aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Now, that's a pretty radical example. He, God said, go tell those people and he took off the opposite direction. But how many of you realize in order to disobey, you don't have to run the other direction. You're a lousy witness if you just stay quiet. You don't have to take off. You just, just be quiet. I think the good example is Isaiah. Isaiah says, it says in verse, chapter 6, verse 8, it says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will go for us? And I said, Here am I, send me. See, God is a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He does not force us to do that which he wants us to do. If you didn't believe that, just go back to Genesis 1.1, free will. God is not encroaching on. If you don't want to be a witness, I have good news for you, bad news for everybody else. You don't have to. You don't have to be a witness, period. 
But God asks it of it, of you. In fact, you are God's plan. That'll be point number two. But before I get there, I want to read Matthew 5, 16. It says, In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What is the point? The point of being a witness is that people would see your life and it would glorify God. What am I being willing to do? I'm just being willing to reflect God. Point number two, I, stands for I am God's plan. I am God's plan. And I mentioned this recently in a message, but we're going to go back to the story of Paul. Do you remember Paul? His name was Saul. The Bible says that he was persecuting the Christians and he's on his way to Damascus and a light shines down from heaven. He falls off his donkey. He says, who are you, Lord? And God speaks to him and says, I am Jesus whom you persecute. Okay, Paul is having a conversation with God, like two-way, audible voice, visible light, How many of you think that sounds kind of cool? And you know what God says to him? Go to the city and wait for a man. He'll tell you what to do. You're having a conversation with God, and God doesn't say what to do. He says, wait for someone else to tell you what to do. Why? Because God wants to use us. You are God's plan. There is a famously horrible story of William Carey, who is considered to be the father of modern missions. And he went before the board of his church, and he said, I believe that I'm supposed to go and be a missionary to the east, and I'm going to go there. And he gave them this entire plan on how he was going to go and evangelize. And they responded and said, if God wants them to be saved, he'll do it himself. And he doesn't need your help. If we look in Scripture, that's not the way God worked. Even when God started the conversation, he went quiet and said, I'm going to send someone else to wrap it up. We, we listened just a few weeks ago. I, I told the story of Cornelius. Cornelius was the first Gentile to have a high-profile uh, salvation in his whole family, and he had an angel come and visit him, and the angel could have explained it all. Instead, the angel said, wait for a man. And then an angel came to Peter and said, go to him. God wants to use us. He will use us. You are God's plan. Romans chapter 10, verse 11 through 15 says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How can they call on the one in whom they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news? You and I are the ones that are going to preach. It's not going to be angels. You realize over and over in Scripture, when God sent an angel, they just, like, got the ball rolling. And then stepped out of the way because God uses his people. That is what he wants. Say it with me. Say, I am God's plan. You are his plan. He wants to use you. 
so, it's so exciting, but it's also a responsibility to recognize that he's going to use you. The letter T, tell your story. Acts chapter 22, verse 14 and 15 says this. Then he said, the God of our ancestors has chosen you to know his will and to see the righteous one and to hear words from his mouth. You will be his witness, there's that word again, to all people of what you have seen and heard. What you have seen and heard. I just want to say something. Many times when we think about witnessing, when we think about what it means to, to be a witness and to evangelize, we imagine theological debates. And we picture two people sitting on, on stools on a you know, top of a hill just debating things. That's not it. The Bible says you tell people what you have seen or heard. Do you realize if I try to argue the meaning of the seventh horse of the apocalypse or whatever, you can disagree with me. But if I say to you, this is what happened in my life, who are you to disagree? And that's what we're called to do. It says, tell your story. He says, tell people, be a witness to all people of what you have seen or heard. There's an awesome story in John 9. Jesus healed a blind man. And the Pharisees are so upset because he did it on the Sabbath day. And, and that's against the rule. You can't work on the Sabbath day. And surely healing someone is work. So they are trying to get Jesus in trouble and they're quizzing everybody and they're interviewing everybody. <clears throat> Here we go. So they came to the parents of the blind man who was healed. And they said, is this your son, they asked? Is this the one you say was born blind? How is it that now he can see? We know he is our son, the parents answered, and we know he was born blind. But how he can see now or who opened his eyes, we don't know. Ask him. He's of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who already had decided that anyone who acknowledged that Jesus was the Messiah would be put out of the synagogue. That is why the parents said, he is of age, ask him. A second time, they summoned the man who had been blind. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said. We know this man is a sinner. So they, they're accusing Jesus of being a sinner. And he replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Then they asked him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered, I have told you already, and, I, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? He just told them what had happened. And even he recognized, hey, if you hear it enough times, you're going to end up being his disciple. Like, just tell your story. It, it's not a battle of theological wits. Being a witness is not being a philosopher. Being a witness is just being willing to be a light. The Bible says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. 
when we just live a godly life, when we just are willing to reflect God's character and to give God glory for the decisions we make, that's being a witness. That's being a witness. Now, most of you know that we have been doing what we call aftershocks on Wednesday night. How many of you guys have attended at least once? So on Wednesday night, we have been gathering at 6 o'clock for about 12 minutes of praise and worship, about 15 minutes of a quick uh, lesson, and then we've been going out into the community and just being a witness. And then we come back at about 7.45 and we, we share testimonies. Not only are we doing that here, but there are multiple churches in West Michigan who are doing the same thing. And each week, um, they put together a little video with a few of the testimonies and, and send it out to each one of the churches. Okay, I want you guys to see this week's video. So there will be some testimonies from our church. There will be some testimonies from other churches. These are other churches in West Michigan, all of whom are just practicing being a witness. Can you cue that video? I saw a gentleman sitting by himself, so we went up and began to talk to him. And uh, he, he, when he realized that we were Christians, he, he immediately volunteered that, you know, yeah, I am too, but I've, I've quit going to church. And he started telling us the story of of how and why and how he'd gotten offended by someone um, who was teaching and how uh, COVID had made it harder to go back to church and how he hadn't been. And, and he had no idea who we were. Like he just was unloading. Uh, after, after he finished all that, he's like, I, I don't know why I'm sharing all of this. I don't know what I'm doing. I said, you know, I said, we asked God to, to lead us to someone who um, we could bless in conversation and, and with prayer. And he, he's just like, oh, well, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I think this is what you were supposed to do. And, and, and we, we shared with him and, and uh, ended up praying for him and his family. We ended up meeting a lady there. And it was really interesting because she said that she had pain. She was really having a lot of problems with her teeth. And I asked her about her pain level and she said at least a 20. She also had pain in her leg. Anyway, so um, Michelle commanded healing. And by the time we got done, she said the pain in her mouth was like zero. I had neck pain, back pain, my foot hurt, and my lower back hurt, and uh, my arm, my right arm hurt, and the congregation prayed for me. and. And praise God, the pain is totally gone. Ran into a guy I used to work with. He was married to a lady, and they ended up getting separated. And after she left him, and I believe they even divorced, um, she had a stroke. When she came to, nobody would take care of her. He ended up being the only one who took her back in. And he was just always, I have prayed with him about this woman and uh, that she would come to know the Lord. And uh, he's been taking care of her. She's been doing better. I turn the aisle and I see this guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. And he had her. I'd never met her. And I walked up. He introduced me to her. And um, she was actually having hip replacement surgery. She had effects from the stroke and everything like that. And I just said, hey, my daughter and I are out here just grabbing some stuff. And we're out, you know, just feeling like there's some people God has uh, laid on our heart to pray for. And she was willing to receive that prayer. I looked and my friend 
that I hadn't seen in a while was he was beaming. He was so excited. Like it was an answered prayer that we had prayed years earlier that she would receive prayer and come to know Jesus. And one of the places that we visited when we went out today was the firefighter center. And we rang the bell and we waited for like two minutes so then no one showed up. And right when we were walking away, they came to the door and we asked if there was anything we needed to pray for. And they said that um, one of the people that they knew um, had lost a loved one. So we prayed for that and we prayed for them in the city. And I thought that was really cool. I came in for in there and sat in the other room and she was behind me and she says she had a spur, heel spur that needed healing. Well, I felt the Holy Spirit right away and I said, well, we need to pray for you sometime. Well, it's really funny because we came back in here and it was all about healing. So <laughs> I thought, oh, that's cool. So we got, got done with the talk and everything and so we gathered around her, prayed for her bone spur and she says it's healed. So before we even got a chance to go out, we were doing the exercise beforehand and they raised, you know, whoever has pain, raise their hand. I raised my hand. Sweet Evelyn came over and all day long, I, I earlier in the day, I popped my back and it was like a knife going into my shoulder blade. And Evelyn and Chris laid their hands on me. Evelyn commanded all the pain to be gone and miraculously it was gone. You know, it went from a it went from a 10 down to a two, three, they prayed again, and it was gone. All right. So, just so you guys are aware, each Wednesday night, you guys are welcome to join us. We're starting at six o'clock. I think this is week four, five of eight. So come join us. Um, that is, uh, let's see, that was T. Tell your story. I want you to notice, some of those stories were miraculous healings. Some of them weren't. But each of them were a witness. And you realize that you can't argue with your story. It's your story. You don't need to worry. And that leads us into the next one. N stands for no negativity. See, we, we sabotage our own ability to be uh, a witness when we focus on the negative. How many of you remember the story of David and Goliath? How many of you would agree that what David did was pretty significant and pretty awesome? All right, I like going backwards in the story and see what happened right before David showed up to deliver food to his brothers. He sees Goliath. Goliath is cursing the Israelites. David recognizes this is an opportunity for God to move. And he begins to ask, hey, what's going to be done to the person or for the person who fights with Goliath? Because David realized and trusted that God was going to back up whoever did that. What's interesting is in verse 28 of 1 Samuel 17. It says, when Eliab, David's older brother, heard him speaking with the men. What was he saying? He was asking about it. He was probing. He was finding out, hey, and he was learning that he was going to get, you know, tax-free for the rest of your life. How many like that idea? Woo! And then he gets to marry the, the, the king's beautiful daughter, and he gets all of these things. 
And his brother said, burned with anger at him and said, Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave the few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Verse 29. Now what have I done, said David? Can't I even speak? Verse 30. This is the key. He then turned away to someone else and brought up the same matter. He was talking to his brother. The Bible says he turned away and he went and talked to somebody else. He put the negativity out. This has been a strategy of the enemy since this has been this negativity the put put he somebody else talked to somebody went and turned away. Turned as he said the Bible brother talking to as he was talking matter the same brought up and one else to some way turned away and turned then key this is the 30 the verse speak then stay can't david and said have i done now what time 29 first battle watch the only to own down came down you is your heart is wicked you're and how you are seated can snow how i miss and the wilderness sheep and the few you leave whom to hear and with down you come i have one and said at him anger burned with it burn said brothers and his things all of these he gets a daughter beautiful things the 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 mary gets to and then he Woo, idea. You like that life? How many rest you three for the tax? You know, to get he was gonna learning that he was learning. And he, hey, now finding he was probing, he was praying about it. He was asking, he was saying, what was he saying? With the making was speared him or her brother, older David's Abdaliab. When it says 17, you know, seven, verse seven, seven, for eight of twenty verse is in thing. Interesting. What's it? Did that? Whoever did up, who back up going to was God gossiped then trialized real David because David with God's fight who person for the person. Or person, the per done is going to be, hey, what's asking against And he be and move God to for opportunities and this is nice. Recognize David, David, Israelite, the ising, curseth is Goliath, Goliath, Caesars, he was brother to deliver to David, David, before and right, but happens he worry and sinisters inward and back going. I like, all right, awesome and pretty awesome and significant. Pretty sick was David, 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 that what he agreed. of you would, how many Goliath, David and Goliath, of David, the story, if you remember, how many? Negative on the August foe, we witness a wit, uh, uh, to be ability, own of our own, but uh, sad. We see, we see, we negative, no, no, stand in next one. The net into needs us, and that worry to you don't need story. It's your story, it's story, your story with you. Argue, art can't you that eyes you realize. We're away from them. Each of but each of them were some of those healing spectacular were Marais story of those some notice. I want you to know what story your tell me was T that uh, let's uh is is that them. um us join up come so eight five of eight five four we this is I think uh clocking at six we're starting us to join welcome you guys are Tuesday night Wednesday each where you guys are so you just oh so right all right. Let's go. And then pray together. They three, two, a two, a one, two, down, ten from a, it went from a, from a went, you know, it was gone. It was gone. It was miraculous. And, and on, it began to paint it all the command. When Evelyn, hands on, laid their hands, Chris, and then Evelyn, and, and laid shoulder blade, and my going to knife, like, and it was like, like that. By the day, I popular in the day, early, I, I played along, old, and, and over, came on, Evelyn, sweet, 
hand, my hand, they raised their hand, raised pain, whoever has you know, raised pain, they were in hand forehand. As before, extra so doing that, we were out, out, so that's to get a chance, even got four wheels before. So, seal does it, and she's in her spur, her bone rage for her around her gathered her week. So, thing and talking over the top, that don't let you go, we got so that's cool. I so. Heal all about when it was on here and back as we came funny because really, well, time for you some pray. Well, when you I said, I wait, strip right the holy. Well, I felt the healing that needed heals for her. He she had a, she says, I mean, she was behind she and the room, that and the other stair and in the and for I came in. I thought that was and I did eat in the sun, prayed for them, we prayed for that trade. So we won the love had lost. Um, had knew they knew that well, one of the people went on um, that and they swore and prayed for me and saying things to do. And we asked in the door, came to the day. Hey, walk when we were right load up and she no one it's a two minute I did like we waited out and we in the bed we ran and entered the fire, fire stuff was a day went out and we visited and we visited that this is the place the one Jesus and no Jesus come to and her prayer received we would read that share earlier year prayed we had her that we should pray and answer it was like side so it was he was being B was a B was in a while I hadn't seen but then friend fight and look I there that prayer received that she was willing she and or pray for hearts to play on our side. Like the heads of God, some people like this just feel, you know, they're out and we're some stuff. Grabbing out here, just now out. Daughter, and hey, my just said that, and I like that. Everything and her throat and the straps from that. She had surgery, replacing hip. Actually, having she was and out. And her, me to her, reduced my pee, and she walked up and out her. Her mat, her, I'd never had her, and he had a long time. I've been along, and seen this guy. I see this aisle, and I turn the air. I'm going back. I've been doing her. She's care of taking. He's been and I, Lord, for the Lord to know who'd come that she was. Uh, and, uh, and woman, this woman. About him with rage, I have poised. I just oh, he was Jen. He, and back in, took her back. He wanted to tell me the only ended up being her. He and care would take nobody too. He came when she broke. Struck. She had um, first divorce. Even did I believe him? She left after she prayed and stuff ended up getting in. And he to a lady to who's made us work with. So I used I to a guy. Granted, like toys, pain, the God phrase, and and for me, prayed, patient, anger, and the cat and her. Arm, right arm, my right arm, my uh, uh, and her back, lower my and, and her, my foot, pain, back pain, back pain, neck, I have zero, like zounds in her mind. The pain she said she got done. Time we got by the end, and healing, managed to call Michelle. Um, oh, right, so anyway, leg and her leg pain also had she all twenty least to at least a when she's seen level about her pain. Ask her and I and. Teeth hurts with problems, a lot of pain. Having was really in shoe pain. She had that said that she's in because interest is really in. And it was there, there, a lady meeting ended up family with his family, him and praying for it up, and uh, and uh, and with him. We shared, we and and, and, and supposed to do, we're supposed to what you think this I, I, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, oh, it's like, oh, he's just and her with prayer and wish and conversation. Could bless we, um, who one to some lead us to God to test God. He added, we. So, so, you know what I'm doing? I don't know all of this. I'm sharing why I'm, I don't know. I, well, as I finished all, after he, I'm loading those honest with he just like her. We were who we were, the idea. No, he had, and, 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 and then he had, and how church back to her to go a bit harder. It made it, it had co, uh, uh, how, and teaching who is, um, someone by spending that enough, he'd go, and how, why, oh, and how, of, 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 stories. This telling us started in the church. I wanted to quit going. I've, but I'm too. I am, uh, yeah. That volunteer daily volunteer mediums. He Christian. That we were realized when he really he, he uh, and uh, and um, talked to again. Went up. So we went solving by him and his saw jump.
video view that video can you can witness being thing practice or just practice whom all of Michigan West Michigan in West churches other these are churches from other testimonies some test there will be search them are testimonies from testimony some there will be so video weeks this will see this to you guys I want you, okay the church each one about to send it out and, and testimonies to test a few of those with a little video a little together they put them um, week each and same thing doing the same who are Michigan West in churches but there are here at hewing that we do only our not only testimony shared we, we at five and forty about seven back and we come and then we a witness be just and community into the coming out and been going and we've and then send less uh, uh quick of a minutes 15 minutes 5 about and worship to praise of minutes 12 hour uh, for at sickering at gather been key have we Wednesday night on when so at least one tentative guys of it how many of you guys tonight house on winter shock after we call what we're doing have been that we you know most of you now more witness that's being that yes. being a witness that's being that makes we decision the dis for glory glory god give and to care god's neglect to ref to ring will are we just we when we life godly a god lives just we when we Law. No, is there is there thing much against a girl of controlness, such gentle faithfulness, best good kindness, pay peace, joy, joy of love, spirit is the spirit, fruit of, but the says, Bible says, the Bible light, a be to being willing, being just be is justness, no wit, being for philosophy, no philosophy, being not is witness, witness. being a being wits, you call the logic of theodal, a bad, a bad, it's not, it, it's story, store, your. Hell, test, just like, like, disciple is to end up being, you're going to have time here tonight. If you, hey, nice, he reckoned, even he, and he, it happened. What he told them, he just told Two disciples is to become, want to, do you, again, to hear it, want, why do you, then, not listen, you didn't, I, and you already have told, I heard, he answered, eyes, you open your, how did he, who to you, did he do, what to him, they asked, then they, see, I saw, now, but blind, I was blind. I do know. Thing I done thing. What? No, do not know. I do not enter or is a sin. Whether he lied, he replied, and he a sinner of being us. Being Jesus accused there, though they sinner and is us. This man, oh, that we know said they sing the truth by telling God by to glory of glory. Blind and blind who had demanded they sign the second a him to ask of aid. He has said, parents, why that is. Of the sin out be put would buy a the Messiah Jesus was that you acknowledge one who had that any decided he had already who leader the Jewish raid of were afraid as they speak had this parents set his parents self for himself will speak he age he's of a him asshole you don't know eyes weep and desire who will now or see now he can but how and blind he was born we know he and we entered in the parents of son he is our we know we can see how he could now it how is mind born blind was born say you un the one this is son they see your son is this and they say was he who man blind of the bits parent to the became they so yo, here we go <clears throat> everybody doing every interview but in there seeing every quill in their trouble Jesus and getting to try art though so this work someone is healing surely and should they the sad work on can't the root against and that's and, and if they sabbat it on the he did because sat oh up so our sees Paris in the Blind, a field, Jesus, Jesus, not on in jury, store awesome. There's an or heard or seen, have seen, have do you of what all people to all witness be a people, help people. He says, for story, tell your tell. It says, called this what work, and that agree. You to disagree. Who are you? Life, my life happened, and this is what this do to you. Say, I, but if you with me, disagree, you can. Dis 
whatever clips or apocalypse of the horror the seven meaning of the mere you are you try to I try if I guys do you realize her seen her have seen you but you will well people tell you as people said Bible the not it that's not thing waiting to build just the hill top of you know holes on a stool on on sitting people sure to and we pick Debate. Imagine we eyes angel a van to us and witness be a to do means to what it about think we sing and witness about a bank these things when we time many say something just want to say I've heard I've seen and have you what you heard and mean have seen have you you, you what of people all people to all again there's that word witness his will be you will his mouth words from your word to hear and one righteous either to seal and his will know him to you then chose his ancestor of our end god then he said then says this 15 17 and verse 4 2 after 20 chapter act story for your l tell e thirty the letter use you to young scorn that he's nice recognize to responsibility a response so it's all but exciting so it's so so you use you to he want his plan. You are him. God's plan. M God. Hey, I say it with me. Say what he wants. That is that people's his is use God way because God of the step and then roll the ball. God like, like just the angel and ain't sent in God's when sure script over and over and over. You realize angel gonna be it's not gonna it's that are gonna have the one I you and I you good news who bring of those feet for the how beautiful written as it is their sin lest they preach in anyone and how can and do them teaching preach on someone else with her here they how can and heard not her they have whom of the one leave and they believe how can and can believe do not believe they have whom in who one on the call they can how we say lord will be with the laws on the men who call everyone is 18 through 5 11 and verse 10 chapel omens man's player god are you you you, you will, we, he, us, us, you, to want, God, God, him, to go, go, and so Peter came to Canaan an angel, and then, man, for a wait, said, angels, the angel, instead, in all, it all, explained, what of angel, the angel, and visit him, come and visual, come, angel had, an, and he, family's whole fiction in his, that, that things happen because I dared to expect them. I'd rather get to pray for someone and nothing happens. You know what? So what? I would rather pray for someone who goes away like, well, then oh, I, I'm not going to pray. What if nothing happens? But what if it does? What if it does? Let's, let's expect God to be involved. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, without faith it is impossible to please God. I have to expect God to be involved. Luke 9 verse 1 says, when Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all the demons and to cure diseases. This is a whole sermon unto itself, but we have been called, we have been given power and authority, and if we don't ever expect anything, guess what will happen? Nothing. If you expect nothing, you're going to get nothing. Say it with me. If I expect nothing, I'm going to get nothing. So, expect God. Expect Him to come. 
Mark chapter 16, verse 17 through 18. These signs will follow them that believe. Man, we, we can do so much because he's with us. He's with us. The first S, solicit opportunities. It's another way of saying ask, but it starts with an S. <laughs> ask God for opportunities. I've shared this verse recently, and it is one of my favorites in Scripture. Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Paul is explaining to the people in Colossians. He says, this is how you should pray. He says, devote yourselves in prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. I pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Here's the thing. Since the moment I started talking about witnessing, bunches of you were like, yeah, but I don't know how to get started. I, I, I don't, I'm not just going to walk up to somebody and just start talking. I'm just not going to do it. You want me to get a bullhorn and stand on the corner and just start shouting stuff? Not going to happen. Okay, okay. This is what Paul asked Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, he said, when you pray for me, pray that I would have opportunities. Open doors. It is a legitimate, biblical, godly prayer to ask for opportunities. You don't want to assault someone in family fair grocery aisle? Fine. Don't do it. But let me just say this. If the Holy Spirit encourages you to, would you? Would you? Here's the thing. You can pray for opportunities. And, I, and I, I shared with you the example just a few minutes ago about the man who had, had lit a candle right before he met me. I didn't know that. But you know what I did that day? I prayed. I said, God, give me opportunities. Open doors for me. I was traveling. I had showed up at a hostel. It was closed. He showed up at the same time, also closed. They said, hey, if you go you know, across town to this place, you guys will be able to get a, get a room. They still have openings. So the two of us start traveling together. We just happened to have a conversation. He discovers I'm a Christian. He says, hey, what do you believe about God? Open door. You know, if we ask for opportunities, they will come. They will come. That's what the first S is. Solicit opportunities in prayer. Pray. I, double dog, dare you to pray. Smith Wigglesworth. How many of you ever heard that name? Smith Wigglesworth was... Uh, a famous evangelist eventually. But at first, he was an illiterate plumber whose wife got saved, and he was so angry at her when she'd go to church, he'd lock the door and make her sleep outside. Eventually, he got saved. Learned to read, reading the Bible, got so radically excited about what the Bible said about that power, and he became an evangelist, but before he was traveling the world, he would take his lunch breaks and he would pray and say, God, give me an opportunity. Show me someone to speak to. And he tells the story one day of how he was in a park. And now the scripture says you can pray for opportunities. We read that, right? Smith did something extra. He said, God, send me to the person closest to death. Now that's not a scriptural request, but I don't see why it doesn't apply. And so he was sitting in the park, and he, he, he shares that his lunch hour was coming through. He was running out of time. He thought, you know, he, he re-prays like, God, I'm 
I don't feel led to do anything here, and I'm, I'm running out of time. We're going to miss a whole lunch. And then he saw a man coming by on a cart. This shares with you how long ago it was. He had a horse-drawn cart. Smith runs up to him, says, hey, I just feel like God has impressed me to talk to you. Can I share with you a minute? He says, as long as you walk with me, I'm fine. I'm on my way. So he walked with me. He shares with the guy. The guy accepts the Lord and a few days later died in an accident. Now, I shared that story with a group of teenagers here in West Michigan one time. And afterwards, one of the teenage girls came to me and told me this story. She said, I heard what you said, and I prayed. And I said, God, give me an opportunity. Bring me to someone who is close to death. She worked at McDonald's. One of her coworkers, just the opportunity came. She shared the gospel with her coworker. Her coworker got saved. And that week was killed in a car accident. Now, I want you to understand something clearly. I'm not telling you you pray and kill people. <laughs> what I'm saying is God knows what's happening. And when we ask for opportunities, he sees what we don't see. He sees that this girl is about to be in a car accident and needs to get right with God before she goes. He sees that this man has asked for a sign. That man is ready, wondering, how do I get to know God? God sees all of that. And when we ask for opportunities, he will match us up with people who are ready. Because how many of you would rather witness to someone who's ready than someone who isn't? I would. I double-dog dare you to ask. Solicit opportunities in prayer. Our last S also stands for solicit, but it's solicit the words to speak. Many of you are like, oh man, if I get an opportunity, then what do I do? I'm going to have to say something. Read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, and pray. This is Paul again instructing people how to pray. He says, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayer and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. Paul, who asked that we would pray for opportunities, also asked to, that we would pray for the words. You have a biblical right as a witness to ask God to match you up with opportunities, give you open doors. Here's the thing. You don't have to assault someone in the grocery aisle if you don't want to. But pray for opportunities, and God will give them to you. And then step up. And then Paul says, pray that when I speak, another translation says that when I open my mouth, words would be given to me. Paul had to, he had to open his mouth. That was it. God provided the words. God provided the words. You have a right, a God-given biblical right, to pray for opportunities, to pray for the words, and then trust that God will give you those words. And let me just ensure, let me just encourage you. It is not the eloquence of the words that matters. I remember the first time that I ever heard Billy Graham speak. I knew him by reputation. I knew that he had 
led so many people to the was I was ready to hear the most silver-tongued, buttery, like, like altar call in the world. I thought this guy must have it down to a science. He must have every, you know, he must just like speak without pauses. He must just, you know, I don't know what he does, but I was so sure that it was going to be the most smooth, eloquent thing. It wasn't. He got up and just gave a almost bumbly example about, you know, if you get on the highway and you're headed west towards California, but you want far you drive, you just won't get there until you do a U-turn and turn around. Some of you guys need to do a U-turn and head back to where God is. Do you want to be on the, raise your hand if you want to, you know, a 180. Hands went up all over the place. And I was like, that? That is one of the most accomplished soul winners alive today. And what I was witnessing with my own eyes was what I was learning in that moment. It is not about my eloquence of speech. It's about stepping into the opportunities that God provides for you and then letting the Holy Spirit anoint your words. You can speak with an accent. You can speak with a stutter. You can speak it's not about your words. The Bible says no man comes to the Father except the Spirit draws them. But we saw this. You are God's plan. The Spirit doesn't draw them by just sending an angel to their house to cover it all. He sends you and I. But He sends us with His Spirit to draw them. You are the representative, the reflection but the onus isn't on you to have the perfect words. Just be willing. Step out and watch what God does. And then come tell us about it so we can be encouraged and share with others. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have chosen to work through us to share the gospel with the world. Lord, I ask that you would give opportunities. We ask that you would open doors for each and every one of us, Lord. I, I rebuke every spirit of fear, every concern, negative imagination that would discourage people from daring to just step into the opportunities that you put in front of us. Lord, I pray that you would use us to be a witness in our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, in our schools, in our communities, in our families. In Jesus' name, amen. And you know that you're right with God, that you're forgiven. Your sins are, are wiped away. You would go to heaven if you passed away today. Would you raise your hand? All of these hands and you think, well, how do you know? I mean, I hope, but how do you know? The Bible says, know that you have salvation. It says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you believe in your heart, and confess with your mouth that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead, you will be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the sin that has you separated from God. If you desire to be right with God, have your sins forgiven, it's as simple as speaking to him in that prayer described in that verse. With every eye closed, head down, 
speaking to you at home as well. If you would like to say that prayer, to commit your life to him and ask for the forgiveness that he promises to give, if that's you, I want to ask you to raise your hand right now and we'll do it together. Is there anybody here? In case there's someone watching online, let's pray with them. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear God, I believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead to pay for my sin. I accept your forgiveness and I choose to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. 